Welcome to another episode of the, of the Tasting Bliss podcast. This is your host, Garn. And today I have with me a close friend of mine, a fellow companion with me on the spiritual journey. We've had plenty of deep spiritual conversations with each other, explored many different topics, shared many different experiences with each other. So he's been a very close friend with me on this journey. And um, so introducing Bikram Deep Singh. What's up, my brother? How's hey, it going? Garn. It's How's going it? good. And How's it's it? a pleasure to be here. So we're thinking for this episode... And just to start it off, right, we don't know exactly how it's going to go, but Bix been go- has been going deep into Ayurveda as of late, and I'm feeling this is a topic that can provide a lot of value to the audience and to the people listening in and to people in general about the way to look at um, our health and um, look at to how we want to, how we can heal and the way that we can uh, approach nature and our kind of health journey, right? So Ayurveda is that, is that field I feel like could be of great value to people. So Bix, let's, um, what can you share in terms of like the basics of Ayurveda so people that can kind of help them learn about it and kind of get started on it and just to provide a little like foundational element to it. What is Ayurveda? So Ayurveda is a system that originates in <coughs> northern India. And what it basically says is that our body is made up of five elements, not just our body, but creation in general. Yeah. Those would be space or ether, air, fire, water, and earth. Mm-hmm. And generally, our bodies, everybody's body is unique, which means everybody's body has a, a unique combination of the elements, right? So, a big thing about Ayurveda is understanding what your body is, right? Like, which elements are predominant in your body. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, how to balance those elements and how to detect imbalances. Mm. So... Mainly Ayurveda speaks in terms of the doshas, which are vata, pitta, and kapha. Okay. Vata is primarily air element. Mm-hmm. Pitta is fire and water. Mm-hmm. Kapha is uh, water and earth. Okay. So generally you have uh, seven types of people. Okay. Just for simplicity, we'll say air, fire, and water. So, and seven different types of people that have different combinations of those? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So you'll have somebody who's mostly air type. You'll have mm-hmm. somebody who's mostly fire or water. Okay. Or you'll have an air fire or a water fire uh-huh, uh-huh. or a like uh, fire and air. Gotcha. Yeah. And so different types of combinations, meaning that people will have a different type of um, kind of uh, body setup. Yep. Right. And um, so certain foods, certain approaches will be a better fit for someone. Yep. And then something might be, uh, another thing might be better fit for someone else. Right. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. I think there's some like um, uh, like signs we can talk about, right? Mm-hmm. So like somebody who's more gaffa, which is um, water and earth, you'll see they have a very big boned body. They mm-hmm. have a lot of like body mass, right? Uh, another one is they have like big eyes. Okay. So that's like a tell of mm-hmm. somebody who's more in that region. Uh-huh. Somebody who's more like air type, they'll have um, – uh, not so like dense bones, mm. not a lot of muscle mass. Mm. They'll generally be skinnier. Mm. But what's interesting is Ayurveda tells us about not only the physical, but also the non-physical, which is our personality, mm. right? So depending on the combination of your element, that affects your mind as well. So somebody who is uh, more fire, they'll mm-hmm. have more ego in them, mm. right? Somebody who is more uh, air, they'll be uh, likely be an overthinker, mm-hmm. right? They'll have more energy in their head. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's a water and earth or kapha, they'll be uh, more caring, just like their base nature. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I see, I see. So, meaning these elements can be manifest within, within the personality, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so you can, and then even with body structure, right? Yep. So, like, in terms of being heavier boned or skinnier. Yeah. Right, so these things can all be reflected. Yep. So people should reflect on what type of body structure they have, mm-hmm. how their own personality is, to see what elements are more predominant yep. within their kind of system. Right. Yep. And I think it's also helpful to talk about what does each element, Im- <clears throat> what quality does it embody, mm. or like what aspect of our life does it embody? Right. So mm-hmm. I think it's valuable to get into a little bit. Mm-hmm. Air it deals with movement. Mm-hmm. Fire deals with transformation. Okay. And water and earth deal with uh, like stagnation and potential. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? All right. And I'll just give off a few examples. 
uh, when the body moves something, when something is moving throughout the body, like let's say poop mm. or um, like food mm. moving through the digestive system, that's a function of air element. Air right? element, okay. Um, if something like the process of food being transformed, mm. it, like they say, you know, like energy can't be created or destroyed, yeah. but it can be converted. Right? Gotcha. So, what's responsible for that in our bodies is fire. Fire, because it transforms things. Exactly. And it burns. Like, and you take burns. in food, your body makes a conversion of that food to energy that it requires. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, like uh, Gafa, which is uh, water and earth, deals with like keeping the body intact together, mm. lubrication of the joints, uh, like construction of you know muscle and whatnot. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So, for people that, let's say, are of a fire element, what type of food or what type of environment should they maybe focus more on to balance themselves out? Like, how is their prescriptions different than other people's? Yeah, we can talk. that's a good question. So, Ayurveda classifies food in terms of taste. Okay. Meaning, generally, how a food tastes uh, is a tell of what it's going to do to your body. Okay. So foods that are spicy. Yeah. Spicy um, embodies the quality of dry and hot. Mm. So it's going to dry your body yeah. of water and it's going to increase the heat, right? Uh, so uh. relative to a fire person, if they already have a lot of fire in them, mm. they might not benefit from too, eating spicy. Too much spicy. But yeah. Let's say for me, I like spicy. Uh-huh. Does that make it that I might be more of a fire element or does it not? Or like... Can we tell like that or no? Uh, so one uh, like general thing they say in Ayurveda is like attracts like. Mm. So if you're fire, you'll be attracted to things that are increase your that are going to increase your fire, mm. right? Which is spicy stuff can increase your fire, right? Yeah. But then sometimes your fire can be increased too much, yeah. Which is why you might want to not consume it too much, right? right? Yep. Gotcha. And if you like dig into Ayurveda, we can talk about it a little bit. Ayurveda will tell you. Uh, there's different stages of disease, mm-hmm. right? And disease is mainly caused by imbalance of the doshas or elements. Right? Mm. So it's not just caused about like chemicals or just genetics. It's like mainly are you in a balanced state according to your own exactly. dosha and your own elemental situation? Yep, that's it. Yeah. That's the main position that Ayurveda takes, yep. which is kind of different, right? Than like how Western medicine kind of sees it, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Western medicine focuses on uh, treatment. Mm. But Ayurveda's focus is, and also a lot of other Eastern thoughts on like medicine, mm. they focus on prevention. Prevention. So understanding the signs and symptoms of a of an imbalance, mm-hmm. and then correcting it before it becomes a problem. Got you, got yeah. you, got you. So you so you might not even need kind of exactly like a cure if you already kind of know what to eat, what not to eat according to your own dosha. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, got like you. Uh, we're on the topic of fire. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what can happen if you have too much fire is um, you get inflammation, mm. right? So, that's a common thing of uh, pitta imbalance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's just about recognizing that, oh, I have, I'm inflamed right now mm. or I have like reflux in my stomach and it mm. burns, mm. right? So, I have too much fire. I need to balance this out somehow, mm-hmm. right? And you would balance it out by consuming what type of food or doing what type of thing, mm. Like, so how would a fire kind of balance itself out? Um, yeah, one way is food. Uh, eating foods that are more cooling in nature. Okay. Um, another way is breath work. Mm. Um, so, typically when we talk about Ayurveda, it's helpful to talk about yoga in parallel. Mm. Uh, they're, no, they're said to be sister sciences, right? Okay. So, part of one thing in yoga is pranayama, yeah. which is breath control. Uh so there's a way uh, to breathe <coughs> to cool your body down, right? Mm. Um, but you know that's not like the only thing you should be doing. It's food is also a big part of it, right? Gotcha. So yeah. some, but for someone for like a fireman, pranayama could help, definitely, like yeah. balance themselves up. Yep. And like, are you able to share what type of lizard technique that would be like a bit more cooling for the fire? Yep. Yeah. So pranayama says that a. Uh, the cycles of the breath are associated with uh, an element. Mm-hmm. So, inhaling yeah. is associated with air okay. because it involves 
moving air into your lungs. Yeah. An aspect of movement. Right? Yeah. Now, at the top of the inhale, when you hold your breath, mm. what happens is there's a transformation happening, mm. right? Of air into oxygen, what your body needs. Uh, so this is an aspect of fire, fire. right? Wow. Um, <laughs> you seem very intrigued. Very cool, yeah. Now, when you're done holding the inhale, mm. you let it go. That's another aspect of air. Yeah. So um, what happens is to cool your body down, you want to spend more time in the exhale because that's a cooling oh. uh function function yeah mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like convection right mm -hmm. the more wind that moves like across something it'll mm -hmm. take off the heat more mm -hmm. right and cool it down mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the last part of the breathing cycle just to close that thread is uh w w water and earth because mm -hmm. that embodies the uh, quality of stagnation uh, of not doing anything i see so I that see. yeah so meaning like the pause after the release of the breath right yep. is water and earth yep so should you if you're if you're feeling heavy in the fire element, do you also spend more time in that, in the post? Or does that kind of not connect it? I'm not entirely sure. I've only read that you should focus on the exhale. Exhale more. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And that'll cool your body down. And now, let's say if my fire element is high, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm doing pranayama and I'm doing focusing on the out-breath more. Mm -hmm. um, and if it starts to get low, do should I like not do as much pranayama then? Or what do you mean? Like your fire, your fire gets too low. Yeah, like if if I, my fire gets in balance, can it get too low by doing too much of that type of exercise? I wouldn't say it happens like within a day. Yeah, it it'll happen over some time. At then, least that's been my experience. And right? then you might just notice it, right? Not very feeling as as fiery, right? right or right. something. Yeah. yeah. Then you can shift. Yeah. There. Now let's say if you want, to, can you use pranayama to increase your fire? Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, that's more like rapid breathing mm. as opposed to holding it in the inhale phase. Okay. It's more like um, like breathe in yeah. for a second. Yeah. Don't hold it and breathe out. And do you you heard uh. of a kabalpati? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the like stomach a, goes in. Ramdev does it, and yeah. he like uh, he's like rapidly putting his stomach in and out. Yeah, yeah. What that does is it'll increase your fire because your body's just doing all this motion. But I see. That's. Uh, I've read in books that that's generally not recommended to do that because if you don't understand the proper technique, you can kind of hurt yourself. <laughs> By using your fire element too much. Yeah, or just doing that motion with your stomach. Uh, I see. Uh, that they do in Kapalabhati, right? <laughs> yeah, but it could be beneficial if you know how to use it correctly. If you know how to use it, yeah. Yeah, and then it could increase your fire element. Mm -hmm. So it can also increase your energy or like um, by doing that or like make you more kind of um, fiery in that way. I'd say so, yeah, but there yeah. are more factors, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not entirely sure how Kapalapati affects your air element. I see. Right? If you're breathing rapidly like that. <coughs> mm. So, you just got to consider a lot and consider your body type and which elements are predominant and not predominant in you. Right? Got you, got you, got you, got you. And now, so, let's say for like a, a water element, right? Mm -hmm. And can someone be too high on the water element? Yep. Okay. So, typically, the dosha for that is kapha. Mm. which is water and earth in combination mm -hmm. like water being the primary earth being the secondary mm. but like if you ever feel like sluggish mm. or lazy or you have mucus mm. that's usually a sign of uh excess kapha mm. interesting yeah gotcha 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 because yeah, i know like in our like they see households we'll say like like uh tanda garam right or like um bai and garami mm -hmm. yeah. so like does bai fall into kind of like um kapha Kapha? Like because of, yeah. yeah. So generally, Kapha, because like, think about earth. Yeah. Like the earth is cool. Mm. So Kapha has cooling qualities. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is, a, I'm glad you brought this up because temperature is important. Yeah. And obviously fire deals with heat. Mm -hmm. But now air is an interesting one mm -hmm. um, because it's like uh, if you want to get a fire started, mm -hmm. you need some air to get the fire going. Mm. But if you have too much air, you dim the fire. The fire goes out. So air is like a variable in the middle. <coughs> mm. right? So like uh, pitta or fire would be at the hot end. Mm -hmm. Gafa or um, water earth would be at the cold end. Cold end. And if air is like used variably. I see. Because I did have that like question in my mind. It's like mm. we, we talk about yeah. Tandagaram, right? But where does like air fall into that? So it's right, like a kind right. of a middle point. Huh? Exactly. Interesting. And I think that depends on your body mm -hmm. and your 
element combination and understanding that you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but so let's say a water element like a cooling element and how would you kind of help that person achieve balance or get kind of if there's too much of that going on so to answer that question you got to look at the qualities of each dosha right mm-hmm. so there like some general qualities are like dryness or moistness, right? These are mm-hmm. like opposing qualities, mm-hmm. hot and cold. Mm-hmm. There's a, I read the list like 20 qualities that are like paired up, right? Mm-hmm. So for the water one, that's excess dampness. Mm-hmm. So how do you get rid of the dampness? You got to dry it out. Dry it out. And that's generally done with like air, right? With air. So get the air going. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it can also just be like doing some exercise that'll mm-hmm. help alleviate your kapha, mm-hmm. right? Or mm-hmm. excess water. Mm-hmm. Right. And like eating dry foods then would help? I'd say no? so, yeah. I'm Me. not entirely sure though. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of factors. Even yeah. eating like like nuts, right? Almonds and yeah. stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you would have to see kind of what exactly is their individual situation. And exactly. Might, yeah, yeah, yeah. But fundamentally, like eating the opposite would be exactly, yeah. beneficial. Because I know like, like, you know, almonds and stuff can be hot or got them, right? Yep. So... Where that can increase gotami within me or something, or increase heat within someone, right? Mm-hmm. It can also maybe bring someone in balance on exactly. the opposite side, right? Right, right. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, yep. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And that's the beautiful part that I find about it, yeah. where it's all individualistic and yeah. unique to you. Yeah. And uh, if you look into Ayurveda, it's just providing general guidance. And mm. you got to take that guidance and make it practical. Make it practical yeah. and see how it fits you and your own situation. Yep. And, and I think I feel like it requires a little bit more attention to mm-hmm. you and how you're feeling yep. and how different foods are reacting within your body. Because mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. we're just not sensitive to yep. it, right? Definitely. Yep. But if you notice, hey, like, yeah, I'm feeling more sluggish after I eat this, right. why? Yeah. yeah. Right? If I'm feeling more energetic after I eat this, then why? Yeah. Or if, like, yeah, mucus, mucus is building. Yeah. If it was my arm, I'm having a dry cough. Yeah. You know, why? Mm. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. But, like, I know I have a dry cough. Mm-hmm. So, like, is that more prevalent for a pitta, Lucia? Um, than, a, than a mucus cough? No. No. Well, it can be. Can be. Because pitta, you got to understand, the primary element is fire. Mm-hmm. And the secondary element is water. Mm. Because, you know, the fire needs something to cool it off, right? Mm-hmm. But if your fire is too excess, mm. it, can, it can be drying. Mm. But air element is also drying, which is vata. Mm. right so mm. it's all about understanding the signs of or i have a dryness you know like what did i eat yeah what are my thoughts like yeah um how do i feel in my body yeah right? and answering these questions gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. so let's say if there's a dryness what is the movement like what would it kind of be like a better approach to kind of alleviate that dryness so how do you oppose dryness mm. uh, you got to make it damp mm. and that's a property of gaffa which mm. is water and earth. Yeah. So you got to eat foods that will increase the dampness in you. And generally, Ayurveda says sweet foods are uh, cold uh, and uh, dampening. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. it'll help to alleviate that dryness. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. But now you got to see it's a game, right? <laughs> yeah. You got to see if I make myself cold and damp, am I going to imbalance something else? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like get it too imbalanced. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But it's just like finding that balance. And I think that's where it's like that sensitivity. If you're sensitive to your body, you'll start to notice when it's going maybe too much. Right. Or the other symptoms of the other side are starting to show up. Right. And it's like, okay, maybe I did it too much. Yeah. Let me not throw it out completely, but kick it back a little bit. Right. Right. And just managing it accordingly, right? Managing it accordingly and And moving it. Yeah. It's a lot for us to get into this podcast, but if you read into Ayurveda, like a book or anything. Yeah. It'll tell you like signs of imbalances. I see. If you have too much fire, too little fire. What are the signs? Too much air, too little air. Or yeah. too much water, too less water. Yeah. And, and well, yeah, with a book or like even like Google searches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're, if some sort of issues are showing up. Yeah. Maybe you can like look it up. Okay. What symptoms are these compared to like, you know, what elemental shortage or whatever, right? Yep. Or composition. Yep. And, okay. Maybe. Because I know sometimes when I get sick, like I feel like it's because of like more heat or got me, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And if I look it up, okay, what are the opposing foods or whatever, mm-hmm. I can maybe bring that into balance. And sometimes I will do that. I'll eat things 
which the seed or like composition yeah. of that food is more cooling yeah. to kind of bring myself or prevent myself from getting sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I, I like, I mean, you can talk about it. Like, I feel like I do lean more towards the, the pitta. Yep. Right. But uh, yeah. that's an interesting uh, topic you bring up. Uh, and I read that they have a uh, prakruti and vikruti. Mm-hmm. Prakruti is the element that you're kind of born with. Mm-hmm. It's like what you start with initially. Okay. Right? Now, Vikruti is kind of what has influenced your body's ideal balance. Like, where uh-huh. does your body want to be? So, that can be influenced over time. Interesting. Or different phases of your life. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. even our phases of life are influenced by the elements, right? When yeah. you're a baby, you're primarily Gafa or water, earth. Mm-hmm. When you're in your youth and your teens and adulthood, you're in your fire or pitta phase. Mm-hmm. And then when you... In older, old, older yeah. age, you're more air. Uh, uh-huh. So I'm not saying anybody will like dramatically change their composition. Yeah. But there are certain influences that we should understand, mm. you know, of, at certain point in life, how will my body be affected? Gotcha. Right? That's yeah. interesting though. Like, so looking at the personalities of it or the psychology of it, it's just like, like you said, teenage phase is more fiery. Sometimes teenagers are a bit more rebellious or a bit more have yeah. like kind of, um, like not as inhibited mm-hmm. in their actions, yep. Because it, and that is more of the fire element, right? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And as you get older, you become a bit more wise. Yeah, yeah. More Definitely. mental, maybe more like yeah. kind of, yeah, or more, um, more logical in your decision making. Yeah. Not as as impulsive. And, and think the, about um, yeah. like when babies grow, how much yeah. are they growing in, let's say, ten years? Yeah. So that's why it's that phase of life. Life is attributed to kapha uh-huh. or earth water. Because, because the body is putting on more mass. More and mass. And that's what Gafa deals with. Deals with. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Got you, got you. So if people want to put on more mass, mm. so this is bodybuilding or something, yeah. then they should like prioritize more Gafa? And, yeah. Depends on your body type. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on your body. If you, if you're be healthy heavy, or not for you. If you're a heavy Gafa already, then you already they, have a lot of those attributes in you. But then they wouldn't want to uh, like be... They, they might not want to increase their body size as much. Right. Yeah. yeah. But let's yeah. say if someone that is more air yeah. or their body type isn't as much, they exactly. might want to yeah. like, yeah, bring in those, in those elements. Yep. Because air will generally not have, if you're like a heavy air, mm-hmm. you generally won't have those gaffa attributes in you mm-hmm. and you'll have to like supplement them somehow. Right. To, gotcha, 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 gotcha. to like uh, negate any imbalance. And you can like, and you can just Google search like what different foods and what kind of categories they yep. fall into, right? Or you know, pay, grab a book um, on sure. Ayurveda, and they, they'll generally talk about all these fundamentals. Yeah, and like yeah. different tastes. Yep. And with according to the taste, what they, something will fall into. Yep. Fruits and vegetables, what they might fall into, right? Yep. Yep. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Let's get into fruits, right? Like, so different fruits will be, not all the fruits are in one category, right? Different fruits will kind of have different kind of variables. Yeah, different variables, but generally fruit is sweet. Sweet. So it's um, a bit more cooling. Cooling. Yeah. And also heavy. Heavy. So another uh, attributes that uh, I read that describes <coughs> is heavy and light. Mm-hmm. So generally everything that's sweet will be cold and heavy. Mm. So that's why I read that says you don't want to eat fruit. There's only certain times of the day you should be eating fruit. Okay. But again, that's subjective. It really depends on your type, right? On your type, yeah. But I think this is a good segue just to talk about real quick. That different times of the day have different like elements that take their precedence. Okay, right? yeah. And like uh, we'll touch on an easy one. That noon, when the sun is at the highest, mm-hmm. that'll be when the earth is hottest. So that means that's when fire element is excessive. Right? Excessive, yeah, yeah, fire. And then uh, nighttime. Uh, cool. Yeah, so yeah. it's like 10 a. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. and then 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. is mm-hmm. fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And same goes for 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. That'll be gaffa. Mm-hmm. So I read they'll say don't eat fruit in the gaffa period, which mm-hmm. I've experienced myself where I've eaten fruit like at <coughs> let's say 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. and I feel like lazy and lethargic for mm-hmm. the next couple hours mm-hmm. right? because if you're already heavy and you add heaviness, your body will be, you know, yeah, lazy, right? lazy, yeah. So meaning more heavy, as I read the call. So it. meaning, like, if you're gonna eat more cooling stuff when the sun's out, 
Mm-hmm. I'd be better. Yeah. Yeah. Better fitted accordingly. But at the same time, also concerning your own situation. Yeah. Because, okay, let's say if you're already pretty, um, you're already heavy on the gaffa, mm-hmm. right? Or let's say, no, you're already heavy on the bitta, uh-huh. right? And then you eat fruit at 7 a.m., which is more like gaffa, yeah. right? Will that like be okay because you're already kind of heavy on the bitta? So it's like... So you see, that's it. Yeah. yeah. You made a good point where if you're heavy on the pitta, yeah. you'll have a healthy fire throughout the day. Yeah. So it's just not going to matter when you eat fruit when because you your fruit. body will handle it well. Will right? handle it well. But like, uh, personally, I'm more air. Yeah. So I have to manage, like, how I have to manage, understand the fire more because mm-hmm. if I eat something at the wrong time mm-hmm. or I eat too much at a certain time, mm-hmm. My body just won't have the fire to digest it. Mm. And when you don't have the fire to digest food, it incurs laziness. Mm. And then you'll get lethargic because there's food sitting in your body and your body's mm. uh, struggling to move it through. Interesting. Yeah. For me, like, I feel like, I feel like every time I eat fruit, it just like gives me more energy. Yeah. And I'm, it might be because I'm more heavy on the pitta. Exactly. Yeah. And fruit is known to be easier to digest. Yeah. Like within like 30 minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. yeah your, your body just like eating it up like nothing. You know? yeah, yeah. 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 And I feel like that brings, helps me bring my body into balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And cools it down a yeah, bit. Yeah. 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 I know you do eat a lot of fruit. I see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because it has more water content. Yeah. Right. Fruit Definitely. has water content. Yeah. It's, um, like cool or like sweet. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. But the water is interesting, right? Yeah. Water cools down fire. Yeah. Now, another good point is like, uh, you like people drinking water with their meal. But yeah. Okay. What you're doing is you're eating food. Yeah. Your body gets a signal to start up the fire. Yeah. But then you drink water and you cool it down. Now your body is like, it's going to get lethargic because it's spending so much energy trying to get that fire back up. Yeah, because they're kind of putting it out if you're drinking a lot of water. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, fruit has some level of water content. Mm-hmm. So, like, some water okay? Like, like, or, or is that, would you say that's a different type of well, see, water? See, that's an inherent quality of fruit, though. Yeah. Of having a lot of water in it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, that's why it's cold mm. and heavy. Yeah. Right? Because it has that water element. In yeah. It, right? but the, how is that water content in the fruit affecting your internal digestive fire? It's dampening it. Yeah. But what you got to understand about fruit, it's easily digestible. So your body doesn't need a lot of fire to digest it. Anyways. It, yeah. yeah. It'll so just you, go right through. So you can know? manage that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you can even drink water with it. It won't be that big of an issue. You might increase the kapha. Yeah. Because now there's there's water already in fruit. And you're drinking, and they're more. Add, drinking more water. So yeah. it's generally. But see now, it all goes back to the same thing. Yeah. It depends on your body type. Depends on your body <laughs> right? type and how you feel. It might be okay or it might not. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like for me, it would be good. Like, yeah. it'll be okay. Because I know I can, I need more of that water element. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But for someone else, it might not be. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Which that was very interesting. But that's the thing. It's like when you compare it to kind of how we're, maybe we're taught nowadays. And obviously, there is that element of like individuality, mm-hmm. but sometimes you feel like some of the approaches here can be very like general. Yeah. Right. Everyone just take this. Yeah. And you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, everyone, and it's like everyone just take Tylenol. Yeah. Whatever. Right. <laughs> but it's like okay, now when you look at it from an Ayurveda perspective, mm-hmm. what is the composition yeah. of Tylenol? Exactly. Yeah. Is it you know is it kapha? Is yeah. it bata? Is it pitta? Right. Yeah. yeah. So like, and how is that affecting me? Yeah. But. We'll have this approach. Oh, headache? Yeah, pop a pill. Yeah. You, you're straight. <laughs> right? Yeah. But see, now, the thing with Ayurveda is if you get into it, you'll learn how to prevent. You'll never get to the point of needing a pill. If you're, like, properly yeah. like, balancing yourself. Which, uh, trust me, is much easier said than done. <laughs> yeah, which is definitely much easier. Especially with the, the times that we live in and yeah, all the yeah, different um, health, yep. you know, issues and foods not being proper, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, so yeah, ideally you won't need it, but oftentimes the case is we yeah, do end up yeah. needing it. It's the world we live in, right? If you need it, you need it. But that's it, the right? thing what I've <laughs> noticed, right? Is we might not notice that the reason we were getting sick is because of some sort of elemental increase. Mm-hmm. So we'll pop a pill yeah. to manage that. But really what we're needing is like a balancing of the elementals. Yep. So that's what I've noticed and like how we, I've, you know, like started doing my life. Mm-hmm. 
is if I feel I'm, I'm starting to get sick, it's usually because of the fire element is too much. Yeah. And now what I'll do is I'll eat stuff that balances it out or I'll drink something that balances it out. And then I actually prevent myself from getting sick. Yeah. Magic. Yeah, yeah definitely. Or Ayurveda. Yeah. <laughs> Cinnamon? Yeah. Uh, synonyms? Cinnamon. Maybe. Cinnamon. <laughs> Cinnamon. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, if you pick up a book, it'll talk about the six stages of disease. Yeah. And once you read that, it's like, it'll start like clicking. Like, clicking, oh, yeah. I'm having this sign. Yeah. I can do something about it right now and not <coughs> deal with illness. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, let's talk about, since a lot of people eat out, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things like oil, yeah. right? Or like heated oil. Yeah. Or like refined oil. What is the quality of that? Because I know that is like, there's more of that in terms of like outside food. And things of like that. And what what does oil usually fall into the category? Definitely like uh, moistening mm-hmm. and heavy. And heavy. Right. Yeah. But if it's heated, does that change its property? Well, it depends how you're heating it, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, you're talking about doing torka or something like that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's a good question, but I don't have a good answer for you. Yeah. yeah I'll yeah. generally say if you're eating out, yeah, they're probably not using... They're using crap ingredients. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. But let's say we're just looking at the quality. Yeah, so obviously, okay, so the quality uh-huh. of the ingredients can affect things. Right. And so you know how there's cold-pressed oil? Yeah. And there's like refined oil? Yeah. Like that's like the, usually the two categories, right? Right, right. right yeah. So yeah. cold-pressed oil might be different. Yeah. And like the refined oil might be different. It might right? be a bit healthier to talk about the types of oils, like coconut oil. Okay. Or almond oil. Yeah, yeah. Um, And yeah, each... Uh, sometimes there's nuances you got to understand. Yeah. Uh, like if you're, um, I'm trying to think, if you're like a vata type, yeah, there's certain oils that you shouldn't use because they might dry your body out mm. or cool it down too much, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, each oil has like different properties, mm-hmm. which I don't know off the top of my head. I usually just refer to a book. Yeah, got when you. I need to. Got you, got you, got you. Uh, but yeah, like coconut oil, almond oil. Yeah. Uh, based on your type. Yeah, some might be good for you, some might not. Because I feel like when I eat out, like, and, uh-huh. and I feel, and my feeling is that like refined oil increases my heat. Yeah, right. It'll cause like inflammation. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, mm-hmm. It's, but see, that's a different discussion hmm. uh, apart from Ayurveda, because now you're talking about like uh, modernization, Egg modernization, different ways of getting oil. Yeah, and some are just. Not, <clears throat> not not healthy at all. Y- yeah, not healthy at all. No matter what you do. Yeah, yeah. So forget the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Forget the properties. You'll just get fucked out of it. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yeah. But now, cold pressed oil mm-hmm. is maybe more healthy. Yeah, I'd say yeah. more natural or uh, I'd say traditional, like yeah. how they used to do things, right? And it's more kind of like in the cooling. Will be more cooling. Depends. Naturally. It depends which oil you're using. Depending. Some oil. oils will be heating. Some will be cooling. Because so let's right. get to the oil. Oils like coconut oil is more cooling. Is it? Uh yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. actually I don't remember honestly. Okay, so <laughs> Let me not say yeah. yeah just, <laughs> all right, just Google it, guys. Yeah, just Google, yeah, just Google it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotcha. But so oils, depending on the oil. Yeah. Right? I feel like maybe I don't remember now coconut oil. Yeah, so depending on the oil, some can be more like moist or cooling. Right. Some can be a bit more heating. Yeah. And probably heating up a oil, an oil will probably increase the heat, right? But you, you don't know. It depends I don't on know. The oil. It, not, not always. Yeah, yeah, not always. It depends <laughs> on the oil. Gotcha, gotcha. yeah, yeah. So there's a lot you kind of have to reference, yeah. right? To like the... the mm-hmm. Cause yeah, cause sometimes something might seem cool, yeah, but I actually have a yeah. Heating. I've ran into that so many times. Yeah, I would think I'm eating something and I'm like cooling down. Yeah, but then you read Ayurveda and it says no, you're doing the exact opposite. So yeah. okay, <laughs> let's get an example because that might be confusing to people. Right? Because uh-huh. someone might oh, it seems cool. Yeah, it's cold. Yeah, it probably co- you know cools me down. Yeah. But Ayurveda will say no. Yeah. So there are some exceptions, right? Yeah. So Where, what are the exceptions? Let's get into that. Um, so one exception is honey. Okay. Um, so honey is sweet. Yeah. Sweets are known to be dampening. Yeah. And uh, cold. Okay. Right? So they'll decrease your temperature. But honey is an exception because it'll damp. It'll like cause uh, dampness in the body. Yeah. But it'll also heat up the body. Uh-huh. That's not 
typically what a sweet is, but that's just what honey is. It's just an exception. It's an exception. Right. Good. Well, that's like exceptions that Ayurveda points out. Yeah. There's also just like personal ignorance of yeah. like you might think you're eating something that's cooling. Yeah. But it's actually heating or vice versa, right? What's the situation with like um, ice water? Like I know there's something that uh, it can have a different effect. Generally, um, Ayurveda says avoid drinking ice water. Uh, gotcha. Because if you think about it, your body has to maintain a certain amount of fire. Mm-hmm. Right? Because there's not just the digestive fire. Mm-hmm. You, have lung, you have fire in the lungs yeah. right? to manage the oxygen. You have fire in the mind. Yeah. The thing is the more you damp the oxygen... Yeah. Uh, sorry. The more you damp the fire, your body has to work to bring it back up. Yeah. But I think I know where you're getting at. If yeah. you have excessive fire, yeah, can you bring it down by ice water? Yeah. And I've read, don't do that, <laughs> uh, because it's such a crazy extreme for your body. Really. Like just being really hot and then moving to extremely cold. Uh, and I don't think your body will manage that very well. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah. Gotcha. There, there are better ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's some subtleties of like yeah, how yeah, different, yeah. even like really cold things might not yeah. be. Yeah. Every any book that I've read on Ayurveda, they usually say just avoid iced, iced stuff. Yeah, iced stuff. So no water, ice, no ice cream bricks. No, no. Got <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. What if I have a really fiery um, personality? <laughs> Come on, ice cream can work for me. No, <laughs> I'm so fiery, bro. I need. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> but they say like av- try to avoid that right try so like room temperature or yeah. like yeah got you and another thing I've noticed in Ayurveda it's not like you do something one time <coughs> mm-hmm. and you're absolutely screwed yeah it's something that builds up yeah it builds time. up right yeah. and it works both ways your, your imbalance builds up slowly yeah. yeah and your balance also builds up slowly right uh, typically just the way people like we are, right? Yeah. It's easier to just imbalance yourself and just do the wrong things. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's yeah. harder to work up to create. So balance. meaning even when you are working on healing yourself, mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen overnight, maybe. Exactly. Right. But even though sometimes it does, like you start feeling it right away. Uh sometimes, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. if you eat something, uh if you have excessive fire and you eat yeah. something cooling, you'll feel it. You'll feel you'll it. feel the heat go down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But um, overall in terms of like larger issues and stuff, like yeah. it's a kind of uh like a gradual process. Definitely, right. So let's talk about, because I know for me, right? So I guess maybe because this is my pitta, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'll notice I'll get more acne yeah. in the hotter months. Hmm. In the cooler months, it's better. Right. And I'm guessing that's because of the elements. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So like. So yeah, when ahead. it's already hot outside and you already have the heat in you. Yeah. You, I'm, I'm super hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to go there, but you went there. <laughs> Too hot to handle. Yeah. Um, and like some um, qualities of pitta, uh, like in, uh, imbalance that Ayurveda mentions is inflammation, which yeah. is a big one. Yeah. So you see that like in your arms, you get like rashes and stuff and yeah. acne and that's a sign of inflammation, right? Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, 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 gotcha. Another one is like... Uh, I think they call it acid reflux, where you feel like that burning in your yeah, stomach. Okay, yeah. That's like a uh, like excess pitta. Got you, got you, got you. Or got excess you. fire. Interesting. Yeah. And then, um, but then, so you like that in the winter months. Mm-hmm. So meaning, when it's colder and the weather is changing, you also have to adjust yeah. your diet accordingly. Definitely, yeah. Right, which is why in in like Indian culture, mm-hmm. certain foods that we eat during the winter we won't eat during exactly. the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like, what is it? Like peanuts, right? Like roasted peanuts. Yeah. We'll eat them more in the winter, right? Right. Yeah. But we'll eat them less during the hotter months right. because it has a different property. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you, this is a good segue <coughs> into a point of uh, cooked and not non-cooked food. Okay. So what happens when you cook food is, think about it as you're like pre-digesting the food for your body. Uh-huh. So that helps us in the winter months. Because it's generally colder. And less digestive fire. Right. Less digestive fire. So you want to cook your food. To help it. To help your body digest it. Right? Yeah. Because raw raw food is harder to digest for your body because it's less broken down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But in the summers when there's ample heat. Yeah. You can eat raw food and it doesn't matter. Right? Got you. Got you. Yeah. But now you'll see some of these diets coming up about like always eating raw. What would I really say to that? I read that says you got to change up your approach according to the seasons. 
Yeah, right? gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. According to your body type. Your body type. According to the time it. of day, right? Because <laughs> raw food is going to take more digestive fire yep. to yep. digest. And if you're always eating raw food, it's going ex- to ex- um, use up a lot of the yep. fire, right? Definitely, yeah. Gotcha. But so see, this- now, this is another point of... And I figured this out recently. Mm. This is going to sound stupid, but that I figured it out recently. But Mm. you got to chew your food Mm. because that really helps your body to digest. Digest. And generally, when you chew, you want to have even consistency in your mouth. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. So you want it to be like, I hate to say, but like sludge. You don't want any like solid bits in there. You want to have it all like grinded up. Meaning because then it'll be easier for your body to digest it. Yeah. And it will cause less um, the dampening of the fire. Or the use it, use up with the fire. Yeah. yeah. So your body can be more efficient with the more fire. More efficient right? with it. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. See, now it's a big problem nowadays. Like when we eat, we want to be watching TV. You want yeah. to be on your phone. You want to be on social. And media. you want to just like eat quick. Exactly. And get done with yeah. it. Yeah. So it also depends on your body type, right? Yeah. People who are more air, they'll be in their head, so mm-hmm. they're not thinking about chewing. Mm-hmm. You're just inhaling your food and you just suck it down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. literally, but you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I used to do a lot. But then I read in a book that. Chew your food. And I was like, shit. Mm. I haven't been chewing my food. <laughs> yeah, like properly. Yeah. Meaning, yeah like and not enough. Exactly. And I noticed like that first meal that I really chewed my food. Yeah. The food went through my system so much quicker and yeah. easier. You know? Yeah. So it really does matter. More efficient. More yeah. efficient. Less yeah. um, using up of energy. Exactly. That's right? what it's about. It's like, hey, yeah, chew your food. Yeah. Your body will have to do less Definitely. to, you know, like um, yeah. transform it. Right? Exactly. Transmute it. Yeah. Which is the fire. And it's also different stages of digestion are attributed to the, the doshas or mm-hmm. elements, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens when you're chewing food, your body is adding saliva to the food. Mm-hmm. This is an aspect of kapha, water and earth. Water right? It's adding heaviness to the food so it can be digested. Yeah. And also, your food goes to the upper stomach. Yeah. And there's gastric juices like mm-hmm. bile that get added to the food also. Yeah. Right? So that's increasing the heaviness in the food. Uh, so it can be digested yeah right because your body needs to add stuff like enzymes and stuff yeah to digest the food that's so when the is. food passes through the small intestine that's when the fire activates mm. right and as your, as the food passes through the small intestine your body like creates they call it datus or tatus mm-hmm. one of those mm-hmm. which is just different substances substances in the body like plasma blood muscle bone mm. uh, things of the sort mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then what's the last phase of digestion mm. uh, is a uh, poo. Mm. So when your body is moving something through the body, that's mm. an aspect of vata yeah. or air element, yeah. right? Because it's, there's movement happening. But vata is involved with moving the food through the digestion also. So yeah. 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 Meaning, so let's say we're talking about constipation. If you're feeling constipated, it could be an element of lack of vata. Lack of vata. Yeah. 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 And uh, I don't know if this is a good time to talk about this, but there's different types of uh, air, fire, and kapha, and, and uh, water in the body. Mm. So when we talk about um, air, it's generally in terms of directions. Mm. So like constipation deals with apanavayu, um, which is downward uh, facing air. Downward air. So okay. when your body has to push something out downward, it deals with a certain value. Mm. Right? And there's obviously certain... Uh, factors that affect all the different types of airs and fires in the body, right? Gotcha, gotcha. Which is like another, that's like the next level to your like, cause study. Study, yeah, going Ayurveda. into like, okay, okay yeah. different types of. Exactly. Vata, Gatha, Pitta. Yep, yep. And the different functions that they can have. You wouldn't call it different types of Vata, Pitta, Gatha. Okay. You call it different types of air, fire, and water. I see. That are in the body. But they all yeah. fall into that same category of Pitta. Right. So different. Okay. They influence the pitta, and the pitta the influences the pitta. Right. Okay, okay, cool. Or the pitta influences fire. Fire influences pitta. Right. I see. Yeah. Gotcha. Because uh, going back to what I said, that uh, each dosha, like pitta, has a primary element and it has a secondary element. Okay. So primary for pitta is fire. Secondary is water. And okay, what does that mean exactly for it to be the secondary element? Like I don't understand that. Let's start off with vata. Okay. Vata is air, primary. Yeah. And secondary is ether. Okay. So the way I've understood this in the book and like the reading is that air needs a medium to ride upon. Yeah. And that medium is literally just space. Space. It's just the space your body takes up. Yeah. Right. Gatha is the primary is water. 
Okay. And the secondary is earth. Yeah. Right. Now, thing is like, think of like a river. It needs the earth. Yeah. yeah. It needs earth to guide. Okay. Right. Yeah. It needs something to rest upon. Yeah. Right. So that's the relation between yeah. in Gatha of water and earth. Water right? and earth. And then Pitta. Pitta is fire and water because excess fire needs something to cool it down. Uh, so that's why it's paired with uh, water. Interesting. So yeah. it's like a, like a balancing of yep. a container. Yep. Of it. Yeah. Interesting. But I've also read... so. Like anything, there's always conflicting information, right? Meaning like different viewpoints, different depending viewpoints. on who you ask. Yep. Yeah. Um, and one thing I've read that is attractive to me is that the doshas, vata, pitta, kapha, they're not physical like attributes of your body. They don't mm. exist on a physical level. Mm. They exist more just to explain the body to you and all the dynamics. Okay. Right? So, so there's like not... A category. A, yeah. Like category and understand your body through that lens. Through that right? category. There isn't... Exactly. An actual thing called vata in the body. In the body. It's just a combination of air and ether and how it influ- how that combination of air and ether influences the body. And like maybe yeah. puts you into that category depending on your situation, but it's but at the elemental level, it's still the five elements. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. the approach that's attractive to me. I see. But you won't read that in every single book you pick up. Any other like practical elements that maybe can help the audience with like a like a in terms of an introductory to this, what we've um, talked about personality, health, different um, spectrums. I'd say coming from a Western world, mm-hmm. just take it slow. Take it slow. It's It can be a lot of information, but yeah. it also can be straightforward sometimes. Yeah. Like, uh, I feel like sometimes it's very logical, right? Like, mm-hmm. like fire and transformation. Yeah. Right? Very logical things that happen in the body, right? Energy mm-hmm. conversion. Mm-hmm. Right, so some of the stuff is very straightforward and simple to understand. Yeah. When you start adding complexity and start digging deeper into the elements, then yeah. Let's talk about this, right? Uh huh. Being with being in the company of the elements and how that could provide healing properties, right? So, for example, if I'm low on the gatha, uh-huh. can my me going on the earth and like grounding myself, spending time in nature and with the dirt, can that Help balance me out? It can. Yeah. Now you're getting into the realm of like chakras. Yeah. Right? So uh-huh. each chakra has an element associated with it. Yeah. Or, yeah, the four lower ones have uh, air, water, earth, and fire. Okay. Um, it definitely can. Yeah. I, I see the point you're making. Yeah. But that also depends on several other factors, which okay. is your mental. Yeah. That's why I initially I mentioned that yoga and Ayurveda, they're typically studied together because gotcha. Ayurveda deals with the physical yeah, and some of the mental. yeah. But yoga helps us deal with the emotional, mental, mm. spiritual aspect. Mm-hmm. And we need both to stay healthy yeah, because mind, mind and body are like interwoven. Yeah, interconnected. Right? Yeah, yeah, interconnected. Gotcha. So, but, but like they're, all, they're also elements, right? So they are increasing a certain element within you. Right. Right? Is yeah. it being... Like yeah, being taking a shower. Yeah. Right? It's increasing that element to some level because your body isn't taking water. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's causing dampness, right? Yeah. 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 So being in the, or being next to a fire pit, this heat yeah. that's coming off in the same way as the sun, right? Right. Yeah. So Definitely. those things are gonna affect you to some level, right? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously at a mental level or an energetic level as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Yeah. So meaning like walking on the earth can provide a level of what like in terms of the elements like uh, so i'm not entirely sure of the elements but yeah. i know walking on the earth is grounding, grounding. which yeah. i would say increases earth element yeah right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, i don't know there's a lot of complexity to the question <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. a lot of complexity that i might not yeah have the knowledge to just you know gotcha, unravel gotcha. <laughs> oh yeah the way i'm thinking about it is just like yeah that if it's the elements, yeah. and maybe if you're needing more of a one element, yeah, by spending time exactly. with that element, that can help, yeah, at least at some level, right? right? But yeah. see, the step before that mm. is kind of understanding your body and what exactly are well, you lacking with right? that condition, yeah, of like, yeah. okay, you understand your body, yeah, you understand maybe what you're lacking or or an excess of, mm-hmm. and in terms of balancing that or healing that, yeah. spending time with those other elements, yeah, right, yeah, definitely. 
Uh, I think the uh, one of the first things I read was that like attracts like and yeah. opposites balance each other out. Yeah. So that's like one of the main principles. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Though, right? So that's what I'm thinking. Like if there if someone has a high in the um, in the air element, mm-hmm. maybe being with like because that's how I see it in terms of the energy centers and yeah. like psychology. Mm-hmm. If someone's really airy, yeah, and they're always in their mind in their head, right. they need the earth to to right. balance them out a bit. Yep. And bring them into check, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's the element in terms of psychology, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so I'm guessing at, even for at a like at the physical level mm-hmm. or the health level, like body health level, yeah. right? that can provide some level of balancing. But see, now it's, it's a deeper discussion, mm-hmm. right? Of like, uh, how are you mentally, mm. right? Like, let's say if you're if you um, don't have financial stability or you're insecure, that'll deal with the root chakra, yeah, and that affects your earth element, yeah. Right, so. Naturally, you won't be very grounded. Yeah. If you're like you know insecure or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but but being but being with the earth element can provide a level of security, maybe by connecting to it. Yeah. yeah. You know, being like, out in nature. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, Providing a level of like connection or increase of that element, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just a, you know different ways of looking at how we can get those elements into us. Hmm. Yeah, because I know like, yeah, if you naturally if you take a shower it kind of cools you down yeah you know if you're taking a cold shower yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah if you're yeah. taking a hot shower that's a yeah, yeah. different story so yeah. now i'm wondering okay how does cold shower work in terms of, of ayurveda not sure i've read anything but yeah. generally they say don't take hot showers they said so don't take hot showers yeah because yeah. like don't drink cold water yeah and don't take hot showers yeah yeah so that's interesting yeah I think it deals like inflammation also. Mm. It like causes like uh, just like not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been my experience as well. Yeah, I, just like steaming your body like that. Yeah, doesn't feel good. At least mm. for me, right? <laughs> yeah, but so but that there is mention of that of like a hot shower might not be good. And do you remember the reason why? Not that no, I can recall. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that is something that they. But yeah, generally, if you like this one book I read, it'll like uh, it had like a summary. Of uh-huh. like ten things not to do. Yeah. One thing was like hot shower. Yeah, don't take hot showers. Gotcha. Yeah. Maybe there's like a deeper reasoning. For yeah, it. definitely. Yeah. I can't recall that. Though. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. But like, I w- okay, so how about like steam or like saunas? They're very hot because people say that's very like good for you. But I don't know if how it would be as um, Ayurveda. So Ayurveda. So what happens when you're in a sauna? You're sweating a lot. Yeah. But one thing to know is that. Uh, Typically, the argument for sweating a lot is to get toxins out of the body. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I read in a book that 70% of your toxins are um, cleansed through the breath, Mm. through breathing. Yeah. And 30% is through the skin via perspiration, right? Yeah. And also, like, you got to keep in mind that when you uh, sweat, you're also, you're giving off toxins, like your body's getting rid of toxins, but you're also getting rid of nutrients. Mm. So, you're not, like careful with the, yeah if you're sweating too much yeah that's a, that's something i read recently in a book yeah um i don't know the scientific like i don't know what's the word like uh proof behind it yeah right or yeah. evidence yeah but yeah got you got you got you but i mean you can you can consider it from the elementals like if you're sweating too much yeah it could possibly be a problem yeah it'll be drying because yeah. your body's just letting off moisture like crazy trying yeah. to cool down right? yeah 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 yeah, yeah. But also not sweating at all could be an issue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've read that. Uh, you want you don't want to sweat too much even when you work out. You want to mm. like just like uh, cover your brow with sweat. Mm. And once you've done that, probably no need to do more. <laughs> so that's like an ideal. Yeah, but it's, see that that also depends on your body. Again, so it always comes down. To <laughs> yeah, it comes down to your individual your body. composition. Yeah, and how you're feeling in that moment. Yeah, like if you're a gotha <clears throat> person, like you have excessive water and earth. Yeah. Maybe you'll benefit from sweating a lot uh, because your body's letting off the moisture. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, again, so I guess it comes down to really the individual. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling yourself out where yeah. you are at. Yeah. Learning more about yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And like seeing. Tuning into your body. Yeah. Right. Focusing on certain areas to, yeah. like, like, you know, see how it feels. How right? it feels yeah. and how, or how food is affecting your energy. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and your symptoms. Mm hmm. And then kind of navigating through that and yep. then changing accordingly. So yep. maybe at one point in time, you might need to be sweating more. Yeah. 
another point in time, maybe you might not be need to be sweating as much. Yeah, that's it. One point in time, it might be better for you to consume hotter foods. Yeah, another point in time, not as much. Yep, yep. So moving with the season, with mm-hmm. your current situation. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. And that's why I like it because it's an individualistic approach. It's not just like everybody do this blanket. Yeah. Yeah, like blanket and you know one size fits all. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Everyone just take one sort of um, pill, right? Or, right. Inje- or yeah. injection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> I'm trying not to do this. I'm trying not to. But yeah, like when we grew up in school, elementary school, they taught the food pyramid. Yeah. They said, you know, here's a ratio of food that you should be eating. Yeah. It's like it's kind of BS. It's like yeah, it's just not the case, right? Yeah. yeah. And it also depends on your ancestry. Yeah. Uh, I read a book, uh, I didn't read the whole thing, but uh, it's like a textbook mm-hmm. of like a doctor in the 1930s. He's a dentist. Yeah. And what he's doing is going all around the world, documenting the diet of indigenous cultures. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting Interesting what he found, right? It's like certain cultures, they didn't have fruit. Yeah. But, you know, they eat like seafood, mm. but they were perfectly healthy. Like they didn't mm. have any dental like problems or anything. Issues, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and seafood might have more water content. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know uh, specifics. But the point is, like, even our genetics play a factor into play a factor. the elemental, like, you know, and what aspects. you should be eating because your yeah. body might be more fit over time through exactly. generations to eat certain types of food. Exactly. Right. And exposing yeah. to new types of food might not be as easy for it yeah. to kind of digest. Yeah. And, bring into balance yep, right that's it. so yeah. also acknowledging yeah what has been your traditional um cuisine yeah and your body might be more fit yep. for that type of food and i read that well. book and i was like shocked because like yeah village in the like this like the swiss alps mm. they would eat like cheese and rye bread mm. and like milk mm. and that's it <laughs> yeah wow. and they were like completely healthy completely healthy. no like very little disease and yeah. you know or any other yeah. issues, yeah. Well, let me not say very little disease. The The doctor, he's viewing them in terms of um, dental health, which dental is usually health. a sign of how healthy you are. How healthy you are. Yeah. Gotcha, 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 um, gotcha, gotcha. And that book is called Nutrition and Physical Degeneration, uh-huh. if you're interested, by Dr. Weston Price. Hmm. So um, let's do this. For people that are interested in going deeper into Ayurveda, what are some books you've read that you would maybe recommend or like? Things that you you know were pretty you felt like were pretty solid on good information. Um, ooh, good question. Uh, there's a beginner book uh, by Heidi Spear. Okay. Which is uh, damn, what was the name? It's like Ayurveda 101 or something. Okay. And generally, all the books will have very similar information yeah. about the elements and how they affect your body. Yeah. About like foods and their classifications. What are they going to do to the body? Right. Gotcha. 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 Honestly, what I recommend: mm. go to your library mm. and just. Pick up like two, three books on Ayurveda. And just yeah, if you want to get deeper into yeah. it, learn about it. Yeah. Uh, if you want a quick book, there's a book called A Little Bit of Ayurveda by uh, Deacon Cooper, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. And it took me like three hours to read mm-hmm. and I learned a lot. So yeah, that yeah. might be a good start. It's like five books on Amazon. So Guys, yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Now, any finishing comments on the topic? We're hitting the hour mark. I think that's pretty good. An hour? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, keep an open mind. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a lot. Yeah, because initially. Especially if it's like a whole different kind. Exactly. Of. Like Western, it's like we, we we see like stuff about the elements in like cartoons. <laughs> right? So we're like the elements. Like this shit isn't real. But. It is real. It is real. Yeah. <laughs> you breathe in air. <laughs> yeah. You're burning food. Yeah. Yeah. And so. uh. Uh, final comment. Yeah. Um, from a Sikhi perspective. Yeah. I think it's valuable to mention this. Mm-hmm. Um, even the Guru's promoted study of Ayurveda. Mm. Guru, Guru Gobind Singh Ji in the Anandpur Darbar. Yeah. They have writings that talk about Ayurveda and the purpose. Mm. The underlying purpose is uh, to keep the body healthy for the sake of enlightenment. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. To support str- you in your spiritual yeah, path. support you in your spiritual Not be uh, like a detriment. Yeah. Like you can't sit in meditation if you like have imbalances in your body. Yeah. And you're yeah. like in pain. Yeah. Right? And your lower energy centers will be right. not right. in a healthy position. Make it harder for you yep. to yeah, reach higher states. So, yeah. But, you know, that's like an aspect of Sikhi that's been lost over time. Mm. But, you know, be nice to see that revived again. Because you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, it's like... 
Yeah, there's a science to the body. Yep. A traditional science that we've, mm-hmm. that has been there for so many years. Yep. That has been recognized, right? And we're kind of just like as Indians or people from that kind of subcontinent, right? Mm-hmm. I was kind of not even recognizing that anymore. Yeah, yeah seriously. Just throwing it out. And, um, and sometimes even seeing it as just some sort of like pseudoscience or mm-hmm. like it just like whatever. Yeah. yeah. But traditionally, like, yeah, before probably the British came. Yeah. This is what we, how we lived our lives. Yeah. yeah and some elements are still alive and, mm. and uh, maybe are worth kind of reawakening. Yeah. Um, there's a gentleman named Dr. David Frawley. Okay. And he has several lectures on YouTube that talk about uh, yoga and Ayurveda. Mm-hmm. But he also talks about uh, like the British entering India and what exactly they did. Mm. And that is very interesting because it's an eye opener. Mm-hmm. And what I like about him, he doesn't obviously his focus is on like Vedic knowledge, mm-hmm. uh, like Vedanta. Um, but he also talks about like Punjab and mm. the issues there, like briefly. So I appreciated that, you know, that he's not just focused on quote unquote Hindu mm. values and beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, but check that out if you're interested. But he has shows a, yeah, what um. The impact that British, the right. British coming, British yeah. coming into India, yep, yep. what effect it had on and, the culture. And if you're a like a Punjabi Sikh, <coughs> that stuff will resonate. Hopefully, resonate with you too, because mm. when the British came, they didn't just focus on any one group. Yeah, it was like Bharat or India as a whole. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 and affecting the culture and exactly. the, the, yeah. the traditions and the beliefs. Yeah, and um, implementing their own philosophies, their own medical right kind of structures. I read this somewhere. Uh, I can't remember where, but uh, I think it may have been uh, David Frawley. But he says that when a, when a government wants to like disband mm. a culture, mm. they start with the medical system mm. and they work from there. Right? Well, from the looks of it, <laughs> yeah, they were pretty successful. <laughs> the prevalence of this it clearly is not at the same level right. as it once used yeah. to be, and we've um, very openly. And maybe to some benefit, maybe to some or my perception is uh-huh. maybe a lot of harm has um, accepted the kind of the invaders, right? Um, yeah, medical system. Very Sadly openly. enough, you're yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Very openly and kind of yeah, disbanded. Yeah, our you know home. Yeah, um, and our traditional. Yeah, and I think for maybe to a, a loss. Yeah, right. Definitely. Yeah, it's because just, uh, what I'm what I feel from this. As I learn more about Ayurveda, right? It kind of gives you more power in your hands. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. You can tune in and yeah. see how you're doing. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily need a doctor once mm-hmm. you learn some of these fundamentals. Yeah. You can provide your own type of solutions. Mm-hmm. You can, um, you, there's more power in your hands and less of you being dependent on someone else. Yeah. When yeah. you really kind of learn at least the fundamentals of it or not like needing to pay some pharmacy yeah. or some, company for your health and your yeah. solutions you you find solutions through nature yeah but right. you know on that point one thing i will mention is that you know like you and i yeah several other people yeah we've grown up in the modern world yeah we've grown up on pharmaceuticals right yeah so in these ayurveda books you read a lot that it's healthy to take the balanced approach mm. you can't just let go of something you've been doing your whole life completely or completely just overnight right? it's really just like a shift a very slow shift yeah. where you let go of a system, but you can't just drop it immediately because yeah. I don't think your body will appreciate that. Oh, maybe. Yeah. A certain <laughs> level of reliance on it. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm saying that because I've, I fell into that trap several times. Uh, I'm just like, yeah. I'm just not going to take this pill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to suffer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. You so know? it's like, like more kind of a gradual shift back into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And even consulting, let's consulting. say, are you really... Doctors, Definitely. if yeah. needed, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, if you have like a more of a severe kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, that is needing more kind of attention. Yep, and they'll have more advanced methods, hopefully, yeah. to diagnose it's, you. Like if they're a good doctor, yeah. yeah. Like post-diagnosis yeah. or um, there's several uh, like diagnose, diagnosis Yeah, to methods see what that, exactly is exactly, going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But at, the, at a fundamental level, kind of helping you understand your body at a deeper level and... Yep. And it seems like the trend of it is giving you more power. Exactly. And yeah. more awareness of what you're really needing, yeah. why you're really actually getting sick. Right. And um, and how you can heal in many ways your own. Yeah. Right. Definitely. And through nature and, and the natural food. 
and sometimes you'll notice that like a problem that you're having yeah it's it's so simple yeah you just have to like stop eating exactly. something you know yeah like and that's it yeah. you're done like you're yeah. free to go yeah <laughs> or like you just yeah you drink some more water you, yeah. you know eat some more foods or some things that kind of cool you, cool you down and it, it has a Definitely. It can literally prevent you from getting sick. Yeah, yeah. And I say this from personal experience. Yeah, definitely. You know, like, shit, yeah, just sometimes it's so easy. Yeah. And, but, the, but that level of knowledge is just, the people don't know it. Yeah. So, you know, it's just the level, it's just not there at the, the mainstream level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it can help so much. Hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. You're not making anyone money. By uh, doing these things, so oh, is that why? Is that why they don't talk <laughs> no, about no, no, I'm just saying silly oh, things. Yeah. Don't listen to me. <laughs> can't because of the money. I mean, all these people are altruistic. <laughs> Nick's, come on, don't doubt, don't doubt their <laughs> intentions. It's not oh, about man. the money. There's also a nice page on Instagram uh, hmm. called Kata Biotics. Okay, he has a lot of on the recent posts knowledge of like how it relates to Sikhi and how the gurus implemented Ayurveda. Mm. Right? So I think that's uh, pretty important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, search up Kalsa Biotics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, beautiful conversation, Bix. I appreciate you being here and um, joining me and joining us in the audience in this conversation. And so much wonderful knowledge. I learned so much today. Mm. Things that, you know, like I had some knowledge, right? Because like, you grow up in that and like, like my mom, you know, like mm-hmm. was, has been into this stuff. So I have some level of exposure to this. Yeah. And, but kind of going deep into it, deeper mm-hmm. into it has been cool. So appreciate you being here, man. And, yeah, and of sharing course. the knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, been a pleasure. I love, uh, saying silly things. Yeah, not, <laughs> not silly at all, but not silly at all. Plenty of solid information and knowledge. Plenty yeah. of things to be, for people to contemplate on yeah. and look into and God willing, uh, helping people. Mm-hmm. And then and, and giving them more power over Definitely. their health and their mind, yeah, yeah. right? Which is like what my intention is, right? To, yeah. to empower people and help people heal. Yeah, that's a big thing, right? Yeah. You know, just by having that control over your life and yeah. not giving that power to somebody else. Yeah. A lot will happen. It's big. On the ener- energetic level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very empowering. Stuff. Yeah, and your mindset can shift in, in a very profound and significant way. Yeah. So, all right, man. I appreciate you being here and audience. Thank you for listening and joining us in this um, conversation. So yeah, take care. Goodbye and God bless.